Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, we get a glimpse at the Takara origins of the toys that would become the Transformers. Hasbro keeps dropping surprises in their legacy Velocitron Speedia 500 line, and we've got a new crop of rumors for the upcoming 2023 Transformers figures. Today is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022, and this is episode 504 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that wonders if we can get cheap flights to Tokyo this weekend for the Takara Tomy Expo. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Charles, I'm not going anywhere and or starts this week, so, you know, I'll be on my couch watching Disney+. Plus. Creator, producer, and star of Empire Rust, Editor Mike. I'll also be on Jeremy's couch watching that show. Snuggle <laughs> up tight. And Daryl, the Cybertronian beast. I will be in the closet watching Mike and Jeremy on the couch. <laughs> Bound to go wow, let's, wow. <laughs> let's talk Transformers. The, the creepiness escalated <laughs> with every intro. <laughs> As always, we start the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and support the show. We really appreciate it. And it's your help that helps us keep the show going and keep the lights on, helps us pay for all the necessities to keep us hosting the show and letting everyone download it for free. So thank you for your generosity. If you are not a Donatron and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. And that's where you can sign up. Of course, uh, as part of being a Donatron, you get some perks. You get access, uh, automatic entries to all our contests, access to some bonus shows, uh, including the newest bonus show, We Like Big Bots, featuring Daryl and Dr. Pants. We got two episodes out already. And of course, we've also got the bonus episode of empire of rust our transformers rpg podcast our transformers live play rpg podcast and that is run by our awesome producer and editor mike all the way down at the bottom so uh, this week we've got the bonus early uncut version of episode 85 magnum unchained where the d is silent i think <laughs> uh <laughs> And this uh, this bonus episode is exclusive to our Donatron, so it'll it just came out this Monday, September nineteenth. So as you're watching this, you should have access to it through our Patreon page. Uh, and this is the early episode, uh, early version of episode eighty five. Uh, so the regular episode eighty five will be out next Monday, September twenty sixth. But if you are a Donatron, you get access to that bonus version now. Uh, so Mike, uh, any, anything you can tease us about to this latest empire of rust, uh, uh, is, is Magnum going to be doing a Samuel L. Jackson, uh, impression here? They try, they, uh, they, they do something crazy. They, uh, they, <laughs> it's, it's a nice pulp version of like an Ocean's Eleven episode and I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the music in the background i love that part too <laughs> okay awesome all right and uh before we uh, get into the toy topics uh did want to again just uh mention since we have mike here we mentioned that he was on the Animazing podcast or youtube show i should say last week uh, we put the links up last week in our show notes uh but mike anything you you want to mention about that uh, while we have you here it was a fun. Uh, it was a fun time. It was like a two-hour show, and we talked about Transformers. We we sidetracked into anime. Uh, we yeah, it was just like a ton, tons of little side conversations, and we talked about like why you know why Transformers are awesome, why Transmissions is awesome, why Empire of Rust is awesome. So yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff. It is a bit of a long show, but if you get the time to to kill and to watch it, just give it a shot. You know. Awesome. All right. And without further ado, let's jump right into some toy topics. All right. We'll start off with quick hits. Oh, sorry. 
I jumped the gun. I, I wanted to get to my topic. So, uh, so sit down and let me talk here. I, uh, I'm going to start off the show with a really cool piece of history that, uh, that popped up this week. And we're talking about a uh, World Fair 1984 Takara toy catalog. And this uh, popped up on eBay. And it is um, the, uh, the World Fair catalog, which was apparently part of the f- presentation that convinced Hasbro uh, to bring the toys to the U.S. Uh, it's a really cool piece of, uh, of, of Transformers history, and uh, it's, it's been taken pictures. The pictures of it are all uh, shared here on, on the TFW uh, 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 site, and you can see exactly what, uh, what we're talking about. The one thing that, uh, you know, a lot of us in the in the you know in the fan community have have all seen these toys in various incarnations over the years obviously in their G1 forms but uh the um you know the one part of this that kind of got me because we just talked about it was whether or not Raiden was built during the early days and uh right here on like image 5 you see it uh a fully assembled Raiden and uh that i believe we were talking about it with dr pants so um so yeah raiden could have been that train bot in the 86 movie because it was around and there this is proof of that so there you go but uh yeah the uh the world's fair 1984 takara toy catalog uh very cool nice yeah um I do want to say probably Ron Friedman didn't have access to this, so he probably didn't know about the the train bots, but but they were there and they could have they could have they could have gone they could have gotten in there. Mm-hmm. All right. And next we have international pre-orders open for the movie masterpiece MPM 12N Nemesis Prime. Uh this is available uh pretty much everywhere. Uh, the story doesn't mention it, but it is also on Hasbro Pulse. Um so TF Source, BBTS, Entertainment Earth, all those places. But also has Repulse if you prefer them. Um, and this is the uh, Bumblebee movie mold of Optimus Prime, you know, redecoed into the superior black and teal uh, design scheme here. And U.S. retail is around $155, um, give or take. And estimated ship date is June 2023. So you have some time to save up a little bit. So um, that is all we got here on this guy. Next up, we have an announcement for a Voyager Hot Rod coming to the, the Velocitron Legacy line. Now, there's not a ton of information on this because the, the reveal, quote-unquote reveal on this, was nothing more than the product description uh, that we that pretty much is a ton of marketing talk. But in the end, it does describe that it is... Uh, a seven-inch figure with a ton of accessories, so very likely this is going to be a redeco or a slight remold of the Studio Series line that is coming to the the Legacy line. Um, yeah, bunch of uh, we're getting a new Hot Rod figure. Uh, no images or anything yet, but it will be coming soon, hopefully. All right, and we've got some toy listings that are giving us lots of rumors of upcoming uh, Hasbro figures coming out in 2023. So uh, we've got, uh, I think, uh, you know, tar- uh, Tarantulas PR, which I guess is a maybe a redeco of Tarantulas. We've got a Shadow Striker coming. These are deluxes in the Legacy line. A Strong Arm, a Deluxe Strong Arm. That's pretty cool. A Deluxe Junkie on three. A deluxe bombshell, completely you know, going on with the Insecticons. Uh, deluxe Beachcomber, another mini bot upgrading to a deluxe. A deluxe Detritus, which is a Junkion that has, shares a mold with Hound. So we might get a Hound. Uh, maybe this is maybe this will be a redeco of the War for Cybertron Hound, um, as a redecoed as a Junkion Detritus. Uh, we've got DevCon, the G1 character who showed up in that one G1 episode. Dev, uh, you know, was a, the Autobot bounty hunter from DevCon. Um, then uh, we've got a ro- a Robo WLD RDR. Not really sure what that is. Maybe Wild Rider, but we'll oh. see. Hmm. Uh, 
a core Thundercracker. Of course, that's, you know, we've already gotten the Starscream and, uh, and Skywarp and a Seeker in that core size. So we're getting a Thundercracker to complete that. A Voyager, Dor- a Voyager Dirge, which might be a, a re- reissue of the uh, War for Cybertron Dirge as a Voyager. And a Scrap Hook, which could be another Junkion. Uh, core class 86 studio series 86 frenzy so we are we've already seen the studio series 86 rumble now we're getting frenzy and i guess this will be a red and black uh frenzy because rumble is blue in the studio series 86 line uh we've got a studio series core 86 ironhide we've already seen the core 86 uh ratchet that was already announced so not surprising that we're getting the ironhide a studio series 86 deluxe brawn so uh, another of the fallen Autobots gets gets their own figure in the 86 movie. Uh, we've got a Studio 80, Series 86 Voyager Ratchet to complete, uh, you know, the mold mate with Ironhide. Who we, are, we already got the Voyager Ironhide, so that's cool. Uh, and then a bunch of other... Uh, un- so we've got these deluxe capsules and leader capsules so and Voyager capsules. So we're not really sure what those are going to be, but uh, those will be coming up. Uh, we've also got, uh, in addition to uh, the Legacy line, we've got some uh, what looks like a Voyager War for Cybertron Megatron and Voyager Revenge uh, or Rise of the Beasts Rhinox in the Studio Series line. Uh, and then a core Dark of the Moon Bumblebee, a core Rise of the Beasts Hydra, and a core Rise of the Beasts Delta Two. So figures from the, the new movie. Uh, of course, that's the movie's coming in 2023, so um, we expect to see toys from that movie, but uh, not really clear uh, what those are going to look like. But it's nice to see Rhinox. I guess you know, that's confirmation that Rhinox will be in the movie. Uh, not really sure what what that War for Cybertron Megatron is. I mean, the their uh, TFW, the folks at TFW are implying that this will be the video game version of Megatron, but. If I had to guess, I would say it would just it's just a redeco of the existing uh, War for Cybertron uh, Netflix show Megatron because you know the Studio Series line goes into takes characters from the the different media, so you know movies and television. So, but I guess we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But that's um, the uh, a War for Cybertron Megatron. Uh, also, a War for Cybertron Optimus Prime is was also found. Then the a Rise of the Beasts Wheeljack, and last but not least, a uh, robot a uh, robot enhanced design Sound Blaster. So that's the the non transforming figures getting a red Sound Blaster, which is probably just a redeco of their red Soundwave. So lots of. You know, listings, of course, we have no pictures or and take, of course, all this with a grain of salt. But these toy listings are usually pretty accurate. And, you know, eventually uh, next year we'll see uh, all these things come to fruition, hopefully. So stay tuned. But lots of lots of uh, new things coming your way in 2023. So that's uh, all our quick hits. So let's jump into our discussion topics. All right. And for our first one this week, we have Generation Toys GT-11D Dark Knight. This is the Black Beast Sideswipe in color prototype. Um, And we uh, have seen this figure before. It is the sideswipe uh, figure, the third-party sideswipe figure that turns from a robot into a bull. So we've talked about it before. Uh, it looks really cool. It's a very awesome-looking uh, uh, figure. It transforms very well. Um, the robot mode looks like G1 sideswipe. It uh, looks like a masterpiece scaled sideswipe. Um, but instead of a, a, a Lamborghini, it turns into a robot bull. And uh, this is the same figure, although it's uh, it's got a different color palette. So this is a uh, majority of it is black, and it's got these uh, these gold accents on it. And uh, that black and gold color palette is uh, is a very famous color palette. It's been used a, a lot in, in different mediums, but it's a very it, it looks really good. Um, 
I like how it's got some uh, some like caution, uh, small little caution uh, details on it, just to kind of uh, you know, it's a bull. Yeah, it's a robot bull. So you you got to stay back. You know, it's a it's a very interesting uh, detail to have on this thing. So um, yeah, it's a uh, it's cool. I mean, for me, I'd probably still lean towards the red version of this, but I gotta say, I this this color palette on this on this one is just it's like it's this is a uh um you know black and black and gold just it works and uh um what uh what do you think mike so i really do like the color scheme on this like the i do agree the black and gold is very striking it's still not for me i certainly passed on it when it was in its red version which i would think i'd be more likely to buy Mm -hmm. but i mean it still looks really amazing it's it's a great color scheme and you're absolutely right like the black and the gold it complement each other perfectly but yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of wondering who this was was meant for like what's the I mean, the, the figure itself just kind of confuses me a little bit. It looks great, but who like, who is it really for? Like, who is buying this? I don't know. I mean, no one on here picked it up or anything, did, did we? No. 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 I mean, there's a uh, – I think I, – I believe the, uh, the Lamborghini insignia is a bull. I, I just – Lamborghini logo. Hmm. That, that does uh, make sense. I mean... um, yeah, it is. So, yeah. So, um, I mean, that's a stretch, but uh, it's it's still this this turning G one figures into uh, into robots, um, and it's. I think this is part of a line. I'm I'm struggling to to remember the other parts of this line though. Um, the uh, it has been the, a while, hasn't it? The, well, the first one came out a long time ago. Generation toy. I mean, I'm Wasn't looking there at, like a Rodimus uh, lion or something. I think so. Of course, I pulled up um, uh, BBTS, who who take everything off of their site once it's sold out. So, um, move away from me and uh, and let's talk to uh, and let and see if you've got anything else, and I'll see if I can find anything. Uh, um, that they've done else, uh, but I I do like it though. Like I said, it, the the design is good looking. It the color scheme is good. It's just it's certainly not for me. And I'm curious as to like where like again like who the the market is like who's buying this like what are they trying to to do with it? That's that's my thought on it. I mean, if I had like okay. a spare two hundred bucks lying around and wanted to burn it on a third party figure. To be fair, I might not do it on this one, but it's still cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the you, only Jeremy? other you're gonna grab the bull by the horns. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> before you go on, the only other animal one that I can find done by G- uh, Generation Toy is the uh, the the gorilla um, that they've done, and I mean it's an Optimus Primal. That's a gorilla. That's it's not as much of a stretch here. <laughs> um, but uh, this seems to be just a one-off that they've done, and uh, I, I, be- I thought that they had done something else, or maybe that's still coming. And maybe we've seen prototypes of it, but um, but it is it, it is a uh, you know it is in line with the Lamborghini logo, so it might just be a you know the maybe the creators were just like you know what I really like Lamborghini and uh, and 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 you know this is something that I think we could do. But uh, go on, go on, Jeremy, and and. Uh, let me know what you think here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this looks really good. I, I like the creativity here, taking a familiar-looking bot mode and subverting expectations into a completely different alt mode. Um, I, I think, you know, the engineering here is great. The color scheme, like y'all said, just it works. The The black and gold, especially the... The really shiny gold that they have on here. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. It's just not in anywhere close to what I'm willing to spend on the figure at this point. Right. It it's it's great. The the I'm sure high end uh, third party collectors would love it. Just you know, that's not where I play in the 
you know, in the toy space right now. Mm-hmm. So on the screen right now, we have a response from uh, Frenzy is Red, which is uh, also known as Wolfwood. Um, and uh, they said based on it's, this figure is based on concept art and uh, the uh it's the figures that are in this series are split between various third-party companies. So that's, that's good. Thank you a lot. Uh, Wolfwood. That's, uh, um, that's appreciated. I'm sure we'd known that throughout the years because like I said, uh, this is, this is kind of old. Uh, Charles, um, from what I remember, uh, you have like a six car garage and one of them, one of those garages has a Lamborghini in it. Um, so I think it's only ne- natural that you would want one of these, right? Or is it because out in your out in your back paddock you have bulls? You're the target market. Who knew? Exactly. Well, exactly. I I was I was going to say since I'm in Pittsburgh, it's black and gold. It's a natural Steelers color for Pittsburgh Steelers. No. So no, no, it's because you're very wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you uh i don't know um <laughs> it's it, it is it's i do like this deco i think it i i do like the the color scheme here it does look really cool i am not so interested in a side swipe that turns into a bull um but it's cool i do like that they they have the i mean and this is this is the same as the original mold i guess but they they have the pile drivers accessories for his hand so that's nice that they added that little touch um, I did find, uh, and I put it in the in the private chat. I, there, I did find that there is a Generation uh, Toys twelve um, uh, Hot Rodimus uh, that turns into a lion. Mm. Um, so that, and I think it looks like that's a con- that's still in concept art stage. I don't think it has a, its figure is not out yet. So, right. Um, but that is cool yeah. looking. Mm-hmm. So well, look at that. You you did remember something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't remember ninety nine percent of everything on this show. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, oh. if you see in this other um, teaser, and this is from twenty seventeen. They when they showed the gorilla one, they had silhouettes of this bull and then the Rodimus. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's. A, I do like. I, I do like third party doing experimental stuff, doing weird, different things. I think that's that's where third parties should go. Like they, sh- third party should not be trying to ape mainline, uh, you know, toys. Ape I, pun not intended. Uh, <laughs> but they, you know, they should be. They should be doing things that Hasbro would probably never do because that you know that's their that's their niche they should be doing things that are weird and interesting and fun uh and you know stuff that we can appreciate so uh, i i like this this kind of you know i like this as a concept it's just not something that it's for me but i i hope there are people out there who are interested in it Mm -hmm. and therein lies the problem with uh third party doing you know their own ip yeah (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's the uh the topic that i had for uh this week um yeah what's uh what's next charles uh mike <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it from you charles let me just reach over and grab that all right cool, I guess. <laughs> so this week i got something that hasbro just dropped on us all of a sudden with no warning and no announcement so on one on one way i'm i'm kind of happy that hasbro can still do this on the other on the other end it's like how the how the hell did you not announce this hasbro so we got two figures two repaints of uh one is of the drag strip uh, from the Legacy line, and the other is a uh, repaint of Mirage from Siege. We have G2 Shadow Strip and Crasher. Uh, we had our first in-hand images of these, and these are already out. They're already hitting store shelves like, over in New Zealand. We're actually seeing these in person now. Uh, and Shadow Strip is a black and gold repaint of Drag Strip. Uh, another striking color, color scheme. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
And Crasher is a black, red, and white version of uh, Mirage, uh, based off of the GoBot of the same name. Although it looks nothing like the actual GoBot. So, you know, there's there's that. Uh, but both of these figures look pretty solid. Uh, the Crasher actually has like a, a lot of nice little detailing that's very reminiscent of the, the, the old GoBots figure, which is kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, these just just dropped all of a sudden, and they showed up, and people are already finding them in stores, and Hasbro has not said or done anything about this. So, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, why don't I start with you? Do you have any interest in either of these figures? Uh, well, I mean, I have the drag strip. So not really looking to double up there, even though the colors look great. But the Crasher seems interesting to me. Uh, I do wish the box, like it just says Decepticon Crasher. I wish they had said, even if they couldn't say GoBot Universe, say something. Um, Tonka Universe. Huh. You know, just something to kind of hint at, you know, the history of Crasher. But, you know, it, it's, still, it's a, a good-looking figure. I mean, like you said, not exactly like Crasher from GoBots, but good color scheme, got the pink face. Like, the hints are there. So yeah. that, that one I might pick up if I see it on shelves, just for the novelty of it. How about you, Daryl? Do you have any love for Crasher? Uh, Crasher was my favorite uh, GoBot when I was a kid. I, I, I loved that little toy and, uh, and probably, and I think I've still got it somewhere. It's a, uh, it's a really good, uh, you know, little GoBot, you know, it doesn't, it's not articulated very well, but you know, it's fun. It's got the rubber wheels and, and, and just a fun little toy. Uh, personally though, I hate this Mirage mold. I, I can't stand <laughs> it. So, um, so, uh, if I were to uh, find a uh, you know a modern Crasher, it would probably be the one that's based off of the uh, that Universe uh, Mirage uh, that they did a number of years ago. Um, the question that I have is about this Shadow Strip: is uh, how did we not see this coming? Uh, them doing a, a a G2 version of all their characters. So you know the question now lies: is you know do you G2ify your combiners? Because you know it's going to happen. You know they're going to do them all now. So they've got the G2 drag strip here in Shadow Strip. So, you know, they've got the rest of them coming out. You know, are we going to do, uh, are, you know, are we going to be expected to to, to buy two Menasaurs? Uh, You know, because it's coming. Um, the G2, I won't, but... The G2 repaint of... G1 Menasaur was that black and gold for a drag strip? Yeah. Like is this the it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is a, a straight up, you know, G2 uh repaint. So, yeah. Um the they've changed the name so it's different, but it's uh, it's it's a G2 uh version. Um so it's uh it's very cool. Um I do like the uh the the paint scheme. It's it's one of the better ones out of G2 or one of the more normal ones anyway uh that aren't uh, that aren't super, you know, neon. But uh yeah, it's uh it's 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 fun. It's it's cool. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how far it goes. Um but uh, I fully expect a full G2 Menasaur out of this. You know, it'll never get this far, but if they were to go down that road and as much as we all don't like the combining dinosaur uh, or, you know, the Dinobots, mm -hmm. if they did uh, repaints of those Dinobots in um, G2 colors, that would be printing money. Come on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think there's, there's I a KO they, set of it that you could yeah. get that's they, in they G2 colors. They also do have the Studio Series, so, I mean, they could redo some of the studio series and have the better figures. Mm -hmm. I want my blue dino or my blue Grimlock. <laughs> I just took a, a look online at the, the color scheme for that G2 and yeah, you're totally right. I I can't imagine. Oh God. I, 
I can't imagine this whole thing is going to look good altogether if they do a full G2 version of this. Holy hell. Charles, <laughs> this, this can't turn out well, can it? Well, I mean, you're starting off with black and gold again, so maybe in Pittsburgh <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be good. But, um, uh, the, I mean, that's – yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm imagining that all the, the neon, you know, I seizure inducing colors that are there on the rest of, uh, of G2 Menasaur will, will be hard to swallow, especially, I mean, I, I, are you going to shell out 80 bucks for another commander class, uh, motor master that's in a really funky, uh, color blue um, and purple. It won't yellow or it shouldn't yellow. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess for if, but I even I think the G two Sunicons were never released, right? They were it, they were all like they were never never actually commercially released. So this is, if I remember this, right, there was no mass market release, but like what a dozen like test copies or something got out. Just there? Uh, re, some retail promo copies kind of got out there. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's funny that there we've got so much nostalgia for <laughs> this color scheme that never actually made it out to anyone but mm-hmm. yeah I mean, look at uh, yeah. look at that guy that, that's just asking for money right there <laughs> oh my god wow that's, ooh. So avert your eyes <laughs> ooh. um and for as for crasher I, I it's very cool to see crasher as a you know uh as a getting some love as a you know gobot re-release and everything but i agree she should get the she should get the renegade crasher uh, moniker and on the packaging, and really, you know, I mean, Hasbro Hasbro owns GoBots now, so why not? There's no legal issue yeah. with you there, know. There, I think, I think there were rights issues on the look and feel from the cartoon. Mm. Like, I think that that was still some mm. legal issues out there. Okay, well, because they don't own the rights to the cartoon, just the toys. Oh, uh, yeah, it was Hanna-Barbera, which I guess now is owned by Warner Brothers, right? They so. could say Jellystone Universe. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm still puzzled by these stealth drops that are, you know, like, have, with no fanfare and no information that are just making it to stores. So I'm wondering what this means for future releases. I'm still. I'm just glad they can actually surprise us with the, with stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. especially in the age of the internet, that is incredibly difficult to do. And the fact they were able to keep this under wraps until it actually hits stores is pretty amazing. Yeah, but I will agree that like the figures themselves don't quite appeal to me as much. And to be honest, a lot of like the repaints that have come out from War for Cybertron and to Legacy have been a bit of a miss for me i think the one exception was uh leadfoot was it leadfoot the yellow repaint mm-hmm. of uh of mirage yeah that was that was kind of interesting but the rest is like okay you know maybe on an impulse buy but most of it's a pass for me and i'm certainly not going to be dropping like 200 dollars on on a g2 minosaur <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that wraps up our main toy topics, doesn't it, Charles? Yes, sir. So let's jump right into some trips to the store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. Okay, and Trips to Store is, of course, brought to you by our friends at T Public, where we are selling all our merchandise, all the transmissions merchandise you can get at our T Public store. That's at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. You can get cool transmissions shirts and swag, like, you know, transmissions shirts and lots of different styles. Um, <laughs> Mike, you're not wearing a transmission shirt. It's okay, though. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm wearing a former shirt. Points for trying. Point A for effort. <laughs> Gotten from T Public. Ah, yeah. With our with our link. 
Maybe. I bought it a while ago, so <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, so if, if you buy you don't you don't have to buy all just our merchandise at T Public, you can buy anything through that link from T Public. Anything from T Public, if you use our link, it helps out the show. So if you would like to help us out buying some merchandise, if you have something you want to get from T Public, just use our link instead of don't go to tpublic.com, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash shop and it'll get you there. All right. So, yes, yes, definitely. Okay, let's show off the stuff we got. I'm going to go first. And uh, I took a trip to my local Ollie's and they had some figures in. They go, they are, they get a lot of the, uh, the, you know, the shelf warmers for War for Cybertron, uh, all the, you know, the generations lines for Hasbro. And I picked up a Rhinox. Uh, they had, I, and I'm, you know, I'm, I was very thankful to, uh, our, one of our listeners, the man named Bambi. He sent me a Cyclonus last year. Uh, he found one at his Walmart and he, he, uh, you know, he got it for me and, and let me pay cost for it. But now they were buttloads of Cyclonuses at Ollie's for cheap. So if you are looking for a Cyclonus now, uh, Kingdom Cyclonus, pick it up at Ollie's. I already had it, so I didn't pick one up, but. I picked up the Rhinox. I was hoping they'd have like the the ad for Ollie's had Dinobot on the ad, but there were no Dinobots. There were only Rhinoxes and uh, and uh, Cyclonuses at Ollie's. So, if anyone else has an Ollie's near them and they found something other than a, than a Rhinox or a Cyclonus, let me know. Um, so yeah, another Beast Wars uh, pickup, modern Beast Wars pickup from Kingdom War for Cybertron Kingdom. So cool. All right, uh, Mike, we're going to slide it over to you. I take this position on the protest. <laughs> Second slot. What kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> All right. So I am continuing the pickup of the IDW Phase 2 hardcovers. I found Volume 8 at a good price. Uh, so now I have ooh, 7 of the 12 I need for Phase 2. So good times. Uh, this is uh, the yeah. This set contains some of the lost, uh, the not lost light. Some of the more than ECI and robots in disguise stuff, along with uh, punishment and Empire of Stone. So shortly after the uh, the Dark Cybertron series. And the second thing that I got, I pre-ordered a few months ago, is the deck building game, the Rising Darkness. New uh, base set that came out. So, yeah. Awesome stuff. I'll be talking about this a little bit on alt mode this week. Uh, but it finally got, uh, these finally started shipping out to, uh, to people who pre-ordered. Uh, if you were at, uh, I think it was Gen Con a few weeks ago, uh, you could have actually picked up this along with the two expansions in person. Um, but unfortunately, I was not. So I do not get to get the expansions early. I blame Daryl for this one, but it is okay. <laughs> Why, <And>, Daryl? Why? <laughs> you know, I... Uh... We, I needed to, uh, to, to keep Mike away is, uh, just important. <laughs> Such a jerk. Anyway, that's me in position two. <laughs> All right. Jeremy, you're up next. All right. I, I feel like I've been upgraded. Um, <laughs> I, I, um, some point mid last week, I had some international mail show up. From the Royal Mail, which I was starting to worry because Charles got his and I had heard nothing from mine. But I got my Transformer stamps and I'm not made of money like Charles. So I just got this base set. Um, but it, it is really, really nice. I, I like all the background that they give here to all the different characters. Um and then it also has the Dinobots. This one is just fantastic. The art on that. Mm -hmm. 
and then the back it references some of their comics as well so i am extremely happy with these i'm gonna have to figure out how best to like frame them or display them because uh, they they just look great and then i also this is me showing off things that other people got last week and i didn't and i was feeling left out <laughs> um I also got a review copy of the, the art making of War for Cybertron uh, from the Netflix series and still under embargo, but it, you know, you saw our video. So I am looking forward to really digging in. I mean, look at how, how thick that is. It, it's lots of art making in this book. So that I have never been as jealous of you as I am right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I like it. Anyway, that's all I got. I guess it's just shit on Mike Day today. All right. All right. I get it. You, I get you it. feast on your tears, Mike. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Daryl, uh, we're we're finishing things up with you. Don't screw it up. All right. As it should be. <laughs> um well I think between uh you know Jeremy, Charles, and myself, uh, we got most of the sets of stamps. So I just got the booklet. Um, I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to display any of this, um, but uh, they're in here. So I've got the, there's a little uh, cipher on the back with the code. Um, I don't think I need to, it's, I mean, all the letters are there. It's Autobots transform and roll out. Uh, I I did it. I, I translated it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a nice booklet. The, um, you know, all the writings up, it's all done up in there with the character bios and, and whatnot. Uh, and, uh, then you get to the first page with the stamps. Is that the actual stamps? Or... Yep. Oh. Yep. So then there's, there's the back of them there and some more bios. And then the set of Decepticon stamps. And then you get into a little bit of history of Marvel UK and then a bunch of uh, a little breakdown of some more characters. And then you get into the Dinobots and then their stamps. So this was like a, uh, like a black and white with the stamps being colorized. So that mm-hmm. was, that's a nice little touch on there. And, uh, and then you get a breakdown of the, uh, of, of Grimlock and a couple of the comics there. And then you get these, uh, these, these like, you know, just, uh, uh, male, like the, the, the transformer stuff in the middle are just like, they're just stickers. They're not stamps. Um, but the, uh, the other ones are, are actual just like Royal mail stamps. So, cool. yeah. Um, so this was something and I wanted to talk with, and I, just in the back, you get a little bit of like a, a, of a timeline of, of Transformers comics. Um, but with these, this became a lot more collectible after, uh, after the queen passed away because of the fact that her face is, is on these stamps. And I can bring it up to to this one here, just because that's literally just her face on these stamps is uh, apparently according to some of these news articles that came out shortly after her, her passing is that, these were the last set of stamps that she approved before she passed away, making the transformer stamps highly collectible. When, when you talk to people in the stamp collecting industry, um, it's wild <laughs> that, uh, you know, these, this little book of stamps, you know, ends up being really super collectible, but, uh, whatever. It's just kind of funny. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was, that was interesting, but, yeah. Um, does it uh, does it matter to anyone else, you know, on here that, uh, you know, these are, are more collectible now that uh, they were the last thing that she kind of approved as far as stamp wise? Well, Daryl, I'm say, I'm looking right now that one page. It looks like that one page of the di- of the Dinobots and the two stickers um, sold. For, these ones? Yeah, that, that one page sold for uh, about 11 or 12 dollars U.S on ebay oh damn <laughs> just that one page mm-hmm. okay okay so. maybe i shouldn't be showing the uh barcodes on 
<laughs> um, yeah, they are, uh, I guess, yeah, they're, they're all perforated. You can tear them out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not doing anything with them, but this, uh, my, my set was like 27 pounds or something like that. I don't know. I was, uh, you know, it was the mid tier one, I think. So, um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, Charles. Does it matter to you that they're more collectible now? Is it just is it a neat little piece of uh, you know history, or, or does it add a little bit of nuance to it for you? I mean, it's it's a it's a you know it's a nice like footnote tidbit to say, hey, you know, I got the the, the last set of Royal Mail stamps approved by the Queen, and by the way, they're Transformer stamps. I think it's it's it's. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm I don't want to like you know capitalize on the you know the death of the queen or anything but uh, i mean it's uh, it's it's just an, an interesting aside I'm, I'm i'm not going to i'm not going back to the royal mail website and like buying you know right. thousands no. of yeah, dollars no. worth of stamps or anything so no <laughs> the um it's just it's another one of those things that uh, just kind of happens to be part of the transformers history that the last like like the last movie that orson welles did was the yeah. Transformers movie, right? The great Orson Welles finished his <laughs> career with Transformers the movie. It's ridiculous, right? So just add yeah. this to that pile of just what the hell, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, pile of Transformers tidbits. But I, I, I play a toy fun. that eats other toys. <laughs> the um, as the far terrible as the, Orson Welles. <laughs> is that who that was? Oh, I just... <laughs> I thought you were in the middle of a sneeze. I, <laughs> oh. um, they, I did pick up a toy this week. Uh, my, uh, my local comic shop got, got some of these in. And uh, I thought, you know what? I did have this pre-ordered. And uh, I'm just going to pick it up here because I can pay for it with credit. Studio Series 86 RC. So nice. uh, this came out of the blue because I didn't expect this for months. So uh, yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, there it is!" So yeah, I've uh, I've got it now, and it's in its box still. So it's just going to add to the pile of unopened toys that I have. Um, it uh, it's it's a very large pile at this rate. Um, but uh, you can the see the, over here, but I yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you can see around me, it's uh, there's not a lot of stuff uh, getting uh, worked on around here. It's uh, it's all piling up. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a very cool looking figure. Uh, the head sculpt looks nice, uh, but it's very reminiscent of that uh, that older that older mold. And uh, I think we're going to talk about it a little bit more in alt mode. But uh, I spent uh, the weekend at London Comic Con here in town, and uh, they had a guest that I was really interested to talk to, Mr. Jim Shooter, who uh, was instrumental in bringing the Transformers comics to Marvel back in. Uh, back in 84. So I wanted to uh, chat with him and uh, get him to sign some books. So I got him to sign a bunch of other books, uh, you know, namely, uh, you know, he uh, he wrote uh, Marvel Secret Wars. So I got him to sign my uh, my Secret Wars number eight. So that's uh, that's just nice there. He also started Valiant Comics. Um, so I got him to sign a bunch of Valiant Comics. But uh, as far as Transformers go, uh, I got him to sign my uh, my number one. Uh, it needs a better bag there, but that's uh, his signature with Budiansky's there. Um, and uh, I got him to sign number two with uh, Budiansky's and Michael Golden's there in the corner or on the side. Um, I had him sign my number three with Budiansky's and uh, I asked him, I said, look, there's a lot of confusion in the fandom about who the hell drew this cover. You know, some sites say golden, some say Ron friend, some say Michael Zek. I've asked Michael Zek. It's not his. I've asked Michael golden. It's not his. He's like, well, I would bet my bottom dollar that this was a, a Herb Trimpey. And I, I'm like, Oh really? Okay. I said, well, that's unfortunate because he's passed away and I'd love him to sign it. But um, he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a Herb Trimpey. I'm like, okay. So he's, he thinks it's Herb Trimp. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so there you go. It's another one that I hadn't seen on any sites or anything like that. So, um, yeah, uh, some sites say it's Al Milgram. I've yet to meet him, but, uh, I'll ask him when I meet him. <laughs> so, um, uh, number four, uh, so, uh, Budiansky is signed. I've met Budiansky a number of times, so he signed all of these damn books. Um, 
and uh, and he signed my number five. I got him to sign my number five as well. Why not? So I uh, got him to switch up pens so it would uh, would match uh, Budiansky's. And since he was there for two days, um, I uh, I thought you know what I'll uh, come back on the second day with more books. So I, I brought. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I went and I dug into my uh, my boxes and I picked out uh, my my second copies of two three and four and uh, and got them and brought them in to get signed again. So I've got uh, they got these doubled up. So yeah, yeah. So it was a fun weekend. Um, I did uh, I did get a chance to interview him as well and uh, and apparently I'm editing now. So uh, look for this interview in about a month and a half. So it uh, it'll it'll get done and uh, and we'll we'll have that up for you. But uh, I had a good discussion about half an hour's worth of uh, of, of chat, and uh, I did talk to him about Transformers. That was the whole point. But uh, we then, uh, when we got finished with that, I got into some other some other Marvel related, uh, you know, stuff. You, you can comic, just stop listening after the Transformer part. Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that's what I got this week. Uh, you know, a good uh, a good showing at uh, at London Comic Con. I had a good time, and uh, yeah, a couple Transformers. There was a dealer there though. That uh, and I did tweet about it. Do you guys hear about Twitter? It's a uh, you know I'm on Twitter. Um, the um, and this Wait, you uh, this deal... <laughs> I just got it. Um, and uh, and he had uh, he had in a, the uh, the Alita One Wave of Legacy with the new sound wave in it, and that's the first time I'd seen the sound wave. So um, yeah, I mean he was charging like fifty five dollars for the sound wave. I was like, ah, I'm not touching that. <laughs> for that price but uh they're making their way out there so start looking for those uh you know those those alita one and, and sound wave uh waves so there you go that's it for me all right and that'll do it for this week's trips to the store we now return to the transmissions podcast Okay, Jeremy, start us off with convention news. All right. Uh, back on the screen. This is more for you to edit, Daryl. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> All right. I lost my link. All right. In convention news this week, we have, uh, first of all, a Takara Tomi Hobby Expo announcement. Uh, this will be... September 23rd through 25th, so coming up real soon, at the Akihabara. Akihabara. There you go, what he said. Radio Hall <laughs> in Kanda, Chiyoda-ku, Tokyo. So if you are in Japan and able to go to this, you you know where probably where that is. Anyway, this um, <laughs> Takara is going to be showing off many things like uh, – Zoids. I didn't realize I was back. Uh, Diaclone reboot and Transformers. Uh, the the masterpiece Trainbots. Uh, the Suikin is going to be there as well as the Victory Saber production sample. So I expect next week we're going to have lots of of good pictures of the Victory Saber, and Daryl will be getting a magnifying glass on all those pictures, trying to see if there's anything yellow. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I expect next week we're going to have lots of great pictures from the show. And, you know, if you are a listener and you are there, uh, let us know. Um, let us know what it, was, what it was like. The other thing that um, I'm just going to remind people of, because it is coming up, Hasbro Pulse, um, or Hasbro Pulse Con is September 30th through October 1st. So uh, we will have all the transformers news coming out of that and i i think with the takara event and this kind of back-to-back probably next week after the takara event we'll know a lot of what hasbro is going to be announcing um but i'm looking forward to to seeing what they have especially with all these like stealth announcements i mean they, they can't not talk about that well, i guess they could but whatever and <laughs> sure they will yeah and one thing from this announcement graphic i just noticed down at the bottom corner is this for fans 16 plus in the u.s and canada and 18 plus in the uk and Del- uh, and denmark or i guess it's germany de whatever but you know make sure you're age appropriate if you're going to watch it 
Hasbro Plus is going to get rowdy. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that, we, I, I think we talked about this before. Well, I'm, I'm getting sure deja vu. We, but yeah. it, it bears reminding that uh, Hasbro <laughs> Plus is uh, is going to get nuts. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's coming up soon. So just want to remind people. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be camping that entire weekend, so I, I'm going to miss it all live. So I, I'm expecting Daryl and Charles to do all the work on that show. No. Nope. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's all we got for convention news this week. So I guess that means I'm doing all the work on this show. <laughs> As per usual. I, I don't, I mean, I I edit now, so I got a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, talk to me for the last nine years when I, <laughs> me and Jeremy edited the show and Mike. Yeah, we, we've we've all already here, Daryl. But I'm lazy. <laughs> we know. We figured it out. <laughs> we cracked the case. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's finish up the show with some feedback. All right. Uh, so, Daryl, people are are responding to your we like big bots bonus show so uh Good. we got we got a comment from episode two and the show Wait, we did it's positive on... it's positive feedback or because if it's negative <laughs> i can't take negative feedback right now uh let's see uh daryl fuck off oh no no sorry no, that's, that's <laughs> the wrong that's the wrong comment um, those are my notes don't worry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it was, it was uh, I mean, it was largely positive. I, I guess uh, it, it was neutral. <laughs> it was not, it was not, it was not insulting you. <laughs> oh, okay, good, uh, good, good, good. I can take that. But yeah, so uh, you and Dr. Pants have been talking about big bots, The uh, and this is a show exclusive to our Donatrons, uh, so you got to head over to our Patreon if you want to watch it. Uh, and this week uh, you did Unicron, and so Triclops, so one of our longtime uh, Donatrons, uh, had, had a response. Yeah, and uh, and they said, uh, I have a HasLab Unicron still in box due to no room to display, but if those aftermarket prices go any higher, there is always a chance to unload it at a healthy profit for me. So, Daryl, uh, he's, he's taking a page out of your book. Yep. I uh, I was housing my Unicron for a while. Jeremy was housing it for a couple of years. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, and then it got transferred to me in July and I held onto it here for a few months and it is gone now. It is gone. It is off to a new home. Um, I sold it to somebody uh, in uh, that is, you know, known in the fandom, but uh, I, I'm not going to divulge that uh, publicly. If they want to know, if they want to tell people who, uh, who they are, they can, um, they can make it known, but uh, it is gone, and I, uh, I have well uh, loved in the new home. I think so, yeah. And uh, they're they're happy to have it, and uh, and the the money that I got from it has already been spent. It's gone, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spent on necessities or spent on more transformers? <laughs> um, a, a little eighty uh, twenty uh, on necessities. I, <laughs> I got a little, I got a little fun out of it, but uh, not, uh, not as much as I would have liked. You know, if I was in yeah. a, if I was in a different position right now, I wouldn't have even told my wife I sold it. So, I... <laughs> and we, wow. then we'd all had a party at TFCon, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's a different, it's a different time now. So I, I gotta be, I gotta be a responsible adult. But yeah, it's it's gone, and I hear you, Triclops. It's uh, it's one of those things that. It's freaking big, man. It's freaking big, and you got to make sure you got a spot for it. And if it, you know, if it's up high, if it falls, you're, you're, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. So, yeah, and uh, and those prices, they're not coming down. They're they kind of they kind of stock it like bare minimum fifteen hundred US, and uh, you know, and they're only going higher. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's it's an interesting, you know, kind of. Uh, you know, question you got to ask yourself if you want to sell it or not. So, yeah, I hear you. Yep. 
Okay, and uh, we also have some feedback from Dual Mirrored Gridwork. He's, uh, I think, episode 500 re-energized him because he's he's coming back with a vengeance (laughs) every episode here. Um, so DMG is, uh, is back to report back on getting the studio cell Unicron figure. So he did pick that up. Uh, he did receive it now. Uh, he's liking it for the most part. Um, I think he said that it's, it it is a little bit spiky. (laughs) So, uh, uh, and it did take him, take him a significant amount of time to transform it the first time just, uh, because of the, um, you know, the complexity. Uh, mm-hmm. But overall, he he was happy with it. Uh, it's his first third party item, uh, and his wallet hurts, uh, but the quality is there, so mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, so yeah, I, I think uh, DMG is happy with his purchase. He thanks you, Daryl, for steering him in the right direction, and uh, he's appreciated it. So that's great i'm I'm happy about that that's a it's a good purchase and uh, and I think over the you know over the the future of having that figure you'll enjoy it a lot more than the uh the haslab one the haslab one's so cumbersome you know not that I ever transformed mine, but the size of it makes it cumbersome just that that sheer size of it makes it hard hard to you know hard to move. How many times have you transformed yours charles uh once <laughs> or i guess twice because i i it, it no, once, <laughs> once, <laughs> <laughs> once, once. Because it, it yeah. came in, it was it came in planet form, and I had to yeah. you had to assemble it as a planet. Then I transformed it to robot mode, and he's still in robot mode. So yeah, once. <laughs> Any plans um, to do it anytime soon? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's nope, a, it's a even... big proce- process, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a. Yeah, it's it's a you you got to you got to clear your afternoon to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so I mean, yeah. do- dovetailing that, he does have a question for you, Daryl. He says, "What's your overall thoughts on Hasbro Haslab versus Cell?" But and I think you you just went into that, so I think we've mm-hmm. we've discussed that a lot. And he, and he said, "Were were you joking about selling your Haslab Unicron?" And clearly, you were not because it's already happened. Not. It is gone. Yep. <laughs> It is gone. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, um, you know, by being able to see it, like, I mean, there was a guy walking around TFCon in July with one in a baby stroller and, you know, I was able to see it there and yeah, it's not displayed as, you know, as a proper toy at that point, but you're still able to see the size and stuff. And, um, it's just, it wasn't, it, it didn't give off the profile like that I wanted it to, as far as a, as far as a Unicron figure goes. Um, and so I just, you know, the more and more that I thought about it and the sheer size of it and the, the, the room that it was going to have to take up in this small room that I have that already is filled with stuff. I just, it was, it made it an easy decision for me, especially with the market prices that it was going for. So, um, yeah, so it, it really did. It made it um, a really easy, uh, choice, but, um, yeah, so yeah, it's it's gone, but uh, I'm I'm very happy with the studio cell. Um, you know, it displays very well. I've been able to make the uh, the little mod to it so that it has a little voice chip in it. Um, it has a light up gimmick, which the you know the Haslab one doesn't have, and that you know comes pre installed, so I don't have to you know you don't have to really do anything with that. So yeah, I'm I'm super happy with the decision I made. And by the way, if you want more in-depth uh, look at Daryl's Studio Cell, you can check that out on the latest episode of We Like Big Bots. That's on our mm-hmm. Patreon page. So you just got to become a Donatron. You can watch it. And Daryl will show off all those features that he just mentioned. Yep. Okay. Well, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. And, uh, of course, at the end of every Transmissions episode, we give a shout-out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the show at our highest level on Patreon, and we really appreciate that, which is why we give you a shout-out in every episode. So thank you once again to john 4 Levengood and DemonTech82. We really appreciate your support. And uh, Mike, thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, anything you want to plug or talk about before we wrap things up? 
Well, thanks for having me, as always. Uh, and yeah, for all of you folks, Empire of Rust is the, the big thing to, to take a look at and take a listen to. Uh, we'll soon have the Daryl You Must Listen to this episode, so look forward to that. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we put a lot of work into it, and it's it's a fun time for everyone. We actually just finished up a, a recording earlier today for uh, two episodes uh, that'll be coming out like at the end of November and beginning of December. So we're we're a little a little ways ahead. So that's good because <laughs> the. Re- you know, the, I think that would be a brutal recording schedule if you recorded every week. So I'm glad that things are uh, the, the train is still on the tracks there. Yep. <laughs> cool. All right, ev- everyone, check out uh, Empire of Rust at transmissionspodcast.com/slash/rust, as we can get all the episodes. All right, everyone. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, Go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.